there, it's Jen, and welcome to Two Fab Weight Loss and Fitness Support Podcast. I am going to give you a little uh, background on me today. I probably should have started with that, but you know, I just go with it. So, that being said, um, I want to tell you a little bit about how I got to this point in my life and, and how I got to a point where I want to have a, a podcast and a business based around weight loss support and fitness. So I have been overweight the majority of my life. My first recollection of being overweight was at eight years old. At eight years old, I remember in second grade, we had We were doing something in class, and I I don't remember the specifics of it, but we had stations, and we did different things at these stations, and at the one station, the the only station that I remember, we had to weigh ourselves, and what I remember is that the scale was 72 pounds that day, 72 pounds at eight years old. Now, I have no other memories of this event other than I remember being embarrassed. I remember being embarrassed that I weighed 72 pounds and my my guess is I was embarrassed by that because the people around me weighing themselves probably were not 72 pounds. So again I was eight years old. I'm 42 years now 42 years old now so I, I don't have a lot of memory around that. That's my first uh, memory of being overweight and my first memory of knowing that there was something um, different about that and my first memory of shame about that. I continue to be overweight the rest of my life. Um, I remember being, I, you know, I was active for the time. You know, sports were much different when I was younger than it is now. Um, but I played softball. I was a cheerleader. I was always the bigger person, the fat girl in those events. Um, and those those sports, but I wasn't uh, I, I wasn't obese. At least I don't think I was. I just was fat. You know, I was just the fat kid. I was the big girl. And at the time, you know, there I usually was the only person, the only overweight person. Occasionally, there'd be somebody else who was thicker, but I, I was typically the only overweight person. I remember um, when I was a cheerleader, I probably was like. 12 and they handed out uniforms and I remember that the skirt I couldn't button it I couldn't button it and zipper it so I had to like hide it with my shirt that it wasn't able to button different like things like that um I remember in um sixth grade the summer of sixth grade me and a friend of mine who we were in the same school district but we were further enough apart in town that we couldn't really hang out all summer because she lived too far out of town to walk my bike to and we talked on the phone nearly every single day. And she also was a, a bigger girl, but she probably wasn't as overweight as me, but we were both overweight. And we were committed to that summer over the phone of losing weight and entering seventh grade, you know, with these new bodies. Okay, we were going to lose weight and people were going to be in shock. And we would talk about the exercises we were doing over the phone and the healthy way we were eating, you know, so we thought. Um, well, then the first day of seventh grade came, and I didn't do anything. I, I was not exercising, and I was not eating healthy. Not 
nor did I know how to, but she did. She, she lost weight, you know, that summer and, and she looked good in seventh grade. I looked exactly the same. So I know that I, you know, whether or not I tried it for a day or two, I do remember one time on the phone with her that summer cooking like chicken breast and broccoli and all this stuff I could find in the freezer. Um, and, but overall, like I really didn't know what I was doing. But I remember from a very young age of trying to lose weight. I remember doing the different Richard Simmons things, the deal of meals, the sweat into the oldies. I did, I, I ordered the, you know, I, I probably had my mom order it because obviously it was a child or a young adult or teenager, you know, the Billy Banks, Billy, Billy Blanks Tybo, um, you name it. Like I tried it, you know, like, so I've been struggling to lose weight and, and, and wanting to be thinner. Okay. We'll talk more about that later. Um, since very young, very young. Okay. And it was a battle that never went away. As an adult, I gained and lost weight. I graduated high school at 235 pounds. I remember that because we had to write our weight for, for a cap and gown. Okay. So I know that in high school, I graduated at 235 pounds. And that was my high at the time, you know, and again, there were only a few people in my graduating class that were considered overweight. Okay. Because that's just the time that we were in. So flash forward, you know, um, into adulthood and I'm still overweight, still yo-yoing, you know, still wishing I could buy cute summer clothes, still wishing I, I looked differently in clothing. Um, and not really having a sense of health yet. It was more vanity back then. But I had spent my whole life overweight. I was not able to wear the cute clothes that everybody else wore in high school. I didn't wear a cute prom dress. Heck, I didn't even go to prom. But I, I missed out on all those things. I couldn't fit into those things, okay? So now flash forward into adulthood. You know, I'm a, I'm an overweight adult. Same old, same old, trying new things, joining Weight Watchers, tried LA weight loss doing different things where I'm, you know, maybe losing 10, gaining 15, losing five, gaining 10. Um, I had a couple good, uh, uh, good experiences with Weight Watchers where I lost, you know, a, a chunk of weight, but I would always gain it back. I flash forward to, I have my first child. I really didn't gain weight with that pregnancy. The pregnancy, the, the pregnancy weight that I did gain was lost almost immediately. I got pregnant at around 240 pounds and, um, you know, I had the baby, I was back around that weight. I gained weight after he was born. So I can't, I can't blame my continued weight gain on pregnancy because it just, it's not what it was. Um, over the next few years I had gained and got to a new high of 309 pounds. And it's really weird how I remember specific numbers like this, but this is how impactful they are. You know, these things make a huge impact on us through our lives. It's different for every person. But at 309 pounds, I went to Weight Watchers, and I remember this weight specifically because this was my highest weight. I had never, you know, reached 300 pounds. And um, I wanted to have another baby, but I did not want to have another baby at 300 pounds. You know, I did, that just felt incredibly unhealthy for me. And I was afraid of how much larger I would, could become, you know, if I would gain actual physical fat and weight during that pregnancy, which a lot of people do at 309 pounds, I could get up to 400 pounds being pregnant, which was 
you know, something I absolutely did not want to do. So at that time I joined Weight Watchers. I was successful. I lost about 76 pounds, um, got down to 240 pounds or 250 pounds, something like that. Um, and I got pregnant with my second child, had that pregnancy, didn't really gain weight with that, maybe, you know, 10 pounds or so. Um, the child was born, I had my babies, and then I gained weight again. So again, weight gain had nothing to do with pregnancy. I gained weight back, um, yo-yo, joined Weight Watchers, did different exercises, did different things, looking for that miracle, and um, yo-yoed back and forth, probably between 270 and 310 pounds. To then, a couple more years go by, I am really struggling, I want to get healthy, I'm like smoking a pack of cigarettes a day, I drink zero water, I drink all iced tea, all Coke products, uh, I'm eating fast food all the time on my lunch break, you know, I would I would stop on my way to work to get fast food and, you know, for breakfast, so really, really poor eating habits, huge quantities of food I'm eating at a time. And I am just really, really getting, you know, scared. I'm really afraid because I know how unhealthy I have become. And now I have two children, you know, that need a mother. And what kind of example am I setting for them? One, and number two, am I going to die in my sleep because I am so unhealthy? And one day, it was March 19th, 2014, I woke up. And I decided that I was going to start making changes to become healthier. And they were little changes. And I completely changed my focus. And I changed my focus from weight loss and trying to look good in clothing and wishing I had this sort of body that I see in magazines or wish I looked like this person. Um, I changed my focus to getting healthier. And I started to make healthier changes. And over the course of the next year and a half, we'll say, I lost 100 pounds. I went from my new all-time high, which was on March 19th, 2014, 325 pounds. I went from that weight, I lost 100 pounds, I quit smoking, I quit caffeine, I drank tons of water, I was baking food, I was learning new recipes, I was trying new foods, I was eating healthier, I was physically doing things and trying things that I had never done before. Fitness had become a focus for me. Um, and I just really had gotten to a really great place. And I was very, very happy and excited that I finally figured it out. I finally figured out how to make it work for me. Shifting my focus from weight to health was huge. And I wasn't being lazy. I was putting in the work and I just felt like I had finally figured it out. So now I get to 225 pounds, which was a load for me. That was, that was my lowest adult weight. I graduated high school, like I said, at 235 pounds. So here I am as an adult at 225 pounds, my lowest adult weight. I feel like I could conquer the world. I, you know, I feel so good because I've accomplished this and I, and I've done so well and I have this great outlook on life and I sort of start to plateau because I'm getting comfortable where I'm at. Um, and then I decided to change jobs and I changed jobs after 12 years of being for the same employer, I changed jobs. I changed industries. I went from healthcare to agriculture. Um, lots of different changes there. And I slowly start gaining my way back. Okay. 
and I'm trying to hang on, I'm trying to fight because there's no way I could go back, right? There's no way I could gain this way back. Um, but over the course of the next year, I gain it all back. And I now am miserable, miserable to a whole new level that I have never felt before. And part of that comes from, you know, I knew what it felt like to lose weight and gain weight because I have been doing that my whole adult life losing and gaining weight but I had never lost weight thinking that I had figured it out I had never lost weight and been public about it everybody knew I had never lost weight because I focused on my health and not my weight so I became incredibly disappointed in myself I became so angry I became just downright embarrassed and ashamed that I had gotten to such a great point in my life and then I turned around and, and threw it all away and gained it all back. At the same time that's happening, my stress level and my emotional level at work was at an all-time high. I had taken on a lot of uh, extra stress and, and things that I didn't have at my previous job, I took it on really quickly. It wasn't a gradual thing. And this job was had increased my anxiety to a level that I had never experienced. I had relationships with people throughout the job um, that were causing me, you know, how I was reacting to those people in those relationships was causing me anger and distress. All of these things at one time made made me get to a place that I had never been. I had never been this miserable, okay? And I knew, I knew that I knew how to lose weight. I knew how to lose weight the healthy way. I knew what I was physically capable of. At 225 pounds, I ran a mud run, an obstacle run. That was huge for me. I failed gym class in 11th grade, okay? Who fails gym class? This girl right here. I failed gym class. So to go from a place where I I failed gym class to 225 pounds, hoisting myself up over walls and obstacles was huge. Okay, so I knew I was physically capable of, of all these things, and I knew I can lose weight. I knew I was capable of losing weight and doing it the right way and doing it in a healthy way. Okay, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't get past the disappointment of failure, of starting over again. I couldn't get past the fact that I just threw that all away and I was back to ground zero and probably worse off, okay? I couldn't get past that. So I kept talking to myself. I knew that there was something else, okay? I knew that there was something else. There was a missing link to all this. There was a missing component that I wasn't getting and I wasn't acknowledging. There was a reason why I was turning to food, okay? We often say as obese people that we just, we eat out of boredom. We eat more happy. And I, and I, and I believe that we do that, but I think the bottom line is that is it's all crap. There's another issue. There's another, if you have an emotional connection with food, if you're ready to uh, um, own that and acknowledge that, that, that issue, that emotional connection to food is not typically boredom. Boredom doesn't get you to be 300 plus pounds. I, I just don't believe that. So for me, I knew that there was something else. So I sought out a therapist who specialized in emotional eating and actually worked with bariatric people and worked through the bariatric clinic, which I did not realize at the time. So I started therapy for emotional eating and very quickly was diagnosed with general anxiety disorder, obsessive compulsive 
compulsive disorder. And over the course of the next eight months, was able to learn and understand and see firsthand how anxiety was the root to my eating, my binge eating, my food addiction, my anger, my disappointment, all of these things, how that played a part in my job, the relationships at work, how I reacted to people, how I responded to people, and most importantly, how I ate. So over the next eight months, I went through cognitive behavioral therapy and eventually through anti-anxiety medication, I was able to get to a place for the first time in my life since childhood, okay? Because I can go back to childhood and see where this food and this anxiety all relate and, and go hand in hand. Over the next eight months with that therapy and with medication, I was able for the first time in my life to feel in control of my emotions. My anxiety was in control. My ability to choose when I ate and what I ate was in control. So after eight months of therapy, I decided to take back control of my eating. And I went on a very low cal diet, supervised by a physician, and just to jumpstart my weight loss to get my mojo back. And it happened to be the exact same day just a few years later. So back on March 19th, 2014, when I decided to get healthy, okay, even though I gained 100 pounds and got to my all-time low over the next few years, that day was the day I decided I needed to be healthy for myself, for my husband, for my children, okay? I needed to get healthy. I needed to gain that weight back to get to a place that I could say, hey, I need to see this mental health piece that I knew nothing about. On March 19th, 2018, I embarked on losing weight again, okay? I'm getting healthy again. And and to be healthy, you can't be 336 pounds, which is what I now was up to. So my new all-time high, 336 pounds, March 19th, 2018, I start to do this low-cal, high-protein diet, jumpstart my weight loss. I lost, um, I don't know, 14 pounds, something like that in the first three weeks. And I was, I was, I got my mojo back. I was happy again. I was loving myself. I was on my way back to getting this baggage off of me. I decided to look into bariatric surgery, um, because that was something that I was always opposed to because I knew that if I could control or I should say, I knew if I could not control and figure out why I ate, surgery would be of no help for me in the long run. And I still believe that 100%. But at that time, you know, I'm like, hey, okay, so I'm now, you know, in my early 40s, I've been battling this my whole life. I know I've been learning how to eat healthy for years, okay? I know a lot about nutrition. I know what works for my body. I know what exercise does for me mentally and physically. I know all these things. I now went through therapy and still see a therapist regularly. I understand how mental health plays such a huge part in our overall well-being and in my case, my weight. So now what about surgery? Let's look into that because maybe that tool will help me, you know, when, you know, those anxieties still come back and I have a moment where I do binge or I do default to old behavior because that happens. Even though I'm in control, I still have anxiety. I just have control of it now. It doesn't have control of me like it had in the past. So I start to look into surgery. 
understanding a hundred percent that it is a tool. And I don't think, and, and I'll talk about this in another episode. I really don't think people truly understand what that means. Okay. But I understand what it means and I understand how it will be a benefit to me. And let me look into it. Let me see if I want to, to add this to my arsenal at this point in my life. So I went through that process. I decided to go ahead with surgery and I went and had surgery on August 13th, 2018. So five months after taking control of my health, uh, again, or my weight, I should say my weight, I had lost about 62 pounds in the five months prior to surgery. I do 100% believe I could lose all the weight I want to lose without surgery, okay? I do get the question often, if you can lose it without surgery, why'd you do surgery? Uh, I would say go back a few minutes there and you'll see why, because it's a tool and it's a benefit. And to me, it's just like saying, yeah, I could go walk outside, but I want to walk on the treadmill. So I'm going to buy a treadmill because I want that tool in my house. It's just a different way of doing it. Um, and it's just a, an added benefit. You can, you can nail a wall together when you're building a house with a hammer and nails. Okay. Or you can use a nail gun. The end result is the same. One's just a little bit more efficient and will save you time and it'll make it a little, a little bit, um, more efficient. Okay. than the other way, but they both work. So I, I do believe that if I had to choose between just going to continue therapy and working on myself that way, if I had to choose between therapy and, and surgery, I would always pick therapy because the end result would be the same. Surgery is just a tool to help me get there a little bit more efficiently. Um, but I, I lost that 62 pounds on my five months between sur- committing to weight loss again and surgery. And I'm down a total of 150 pounds since surgery. So that's next month will be a year and a half. I'm at a hundred. I fluctuate right now between 185 and 189 pounds. I haven't lost weight since July. So we're going on, you know, almost six months of no weight loss, but that's okay. I'm at a place where I feel for the first time in my life amazing. Like I thought I felt felt amazing in 2015 when I lost 100 pounds. That doesn't even compare. The mentalness, mental, I don't even know if that's a word, but the mental piece of this and that amazingness is, I can't even begin to describe that. You know, once you understand that how you feel is much more important than a number, it's, it's just so liberating. But I'm still a work in progress. I'm still considered overweight as far as the charts go, but I don't know um, how much I, I put into that that whole process. I feel amazing, okay? Going from 336 pounds to 185 pounds, I was never, I don't even know when I weighed 100 in the 100s. Maybe in junior high, I have no idea. I feel great. I want to help people. I, I'm, I'm starting the process to... to um, get some certifications so that I can help people with fitness, help specifically bariatric people. I I really want to help the obese community because, um, it's definitely doable for every single person in your own, in your own personal way. Um, but that's just a little bit about me and how I got here. You'll probably hear more about that over the next, you know, few episodes as I create them. I thank you so much for listening. Make sure you share. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest at flab to the number two flab, the number two fabulous 18. Um, and look forward to more, more stuff coming out with this weight loss support and, um, fitness support coming to you soon. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you share. I would appreciate that greatly. Bye.